check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. But goddamn, yeah, I'm gonna exhale here. <sighs> yeah, take take that second, take that second. <laughs> How are you doing, Ramon? Let's go, man. I'm fantastic. Honestly, this yeah. is probably one of the best places I've been in a long time. You know, mentally yeah. and life-wise. Yeah, life-wise. So yeah, that's good, dude. Heck yeah. What, what, why so? Man, just, let us know. Just so much has happened in this past shoot, like through COVID and everything. I had a lot of like reflective, like self talk and like mm-hmm. a lot of like self analytics of myself that just like has finally been manifesting and like making sense now. And even in, cause I've been meditating for like a year and a half now. Really? And literally in the past five, I would say like three months, let's be real. Let's keep on it. <laughs> um, I've actually been effectively meditating yep. to a point like, and for everybody, for me, like I feel like it's very important to like be right within yourself and knowing what you need to work on. So for me, there's like different types of meditation, but for me, I'm like meditating for the reason of like focusing my thoughts and like, I know it's baby steps, but like I'm, my mind's like a madman. So Mm -hmm. it's just like being able to focus those thoughts and like hone in on them instead of just having them run rampant. So it's just like, that's like my first thing. And that's, what's been helping me a lot with like, compartmentalizing and like actually focusing on task at hand and being able to finish things and like not forgetting uh, 10,000 things. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, as like it, people in the industry, we have 20 to 30,000 <laughs> things at one time. Yes. Exaggeration, but still it seems like it at yeah. times. And then it like, could be 20. Yeah. Yeah. 20, 20, hundred percent. And so it's just like, you need to sometimes be, understand your mind to the point where it's like, okay, I know it's crazy right now, but like what makes the most sense for me right now? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, it's been awesome. And then like now that I've gotten to that point where I'm able to take those moments and think about it and just sit within myself and be like, okay, this can be a little overwhelming, yeah. but we're going to be okay. What's we, we have the wherewithal and like the mindset to like refocus and recalibrate our mind to like find the best plan of action. And that's really been big for me. And like ever since then, I feel like, things have been going on. I have a lot of projects happening. I got a lot of things going on and it's really fun. Like, that's and that's why it's just like a great time, you know, that's just awesome, dude. Heck yeah. I'm glad to hear it. So are you, you, did you feel before you were kind of getting just flustered and basically mentally unorganized? Yeah, I was very mentally unorganized and like, I just got lost in the sauce as we say in like, especially in LA. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I was working a whole bunch, working in the clubs, mm-hmm. and you know that. Oh man, for people who don't know, LA life is real. It's so real, and oh, we'll man. get into that because I don't honestly. I haven't been um, out much here. It's just been too busy since I got here. But yeah, we'll get into but, that. Yeah, so like yeah, just the craziness of that, and like coming from that, and like making this initial move after two years, mm-hmm. and like recalibrating everything and mm-hmm. now like i'm like okay i actually can focus now mm-hmm. like i actually am not in an environment that's like not conducive for my creative like thoughts and output mm-hmm. and so it's not stifling anymore it's actually a thing where we can be like okay like i'm actually doing things like efficiently mm-hmm. and i actually have a space mentally and physically where i live now that I can actually create mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I totally, um, can resonate with that in the way I, I kind of think of it is 
Because when did you, you came out not long before I did. Yeah. Did, I, you did, did you stay after that trip? No, I took four months to get out here. So I actually moved. So three years for me will be October 15th. October of this 15th year. of this year. Yeah. Okay. So you, you were probably in the ballpark of like six months before I got here. Yeah. Something like that. But I've just noticed lately, uh, I don't even know how to put it. Not that I was overwhelmed, but everywhere you go, because it's so big out here. There's so many different places. And now I've lived in the valley. I lived in Wooden Hills and I lived in Encino. Mm-hmm. I worked in the valley. Um, had done some projects in like, say, Burbank area. Now I've lived downtown about to move to like the West Hollywood area and working over there now a little bit in Santa Monica like I've kind of gotten to know a little bit of all areas so it doesn't feel like I'm f- brand new to yeah. every place I go 100%. and that's like a good I feel like that is important or what's the best way to put it that is like that matters in, in your like comfortability and able to do and have success in anything we're trying to do because everything everything like every day is brand new yeah and and then you don't i didn't really notice that until i stopped feeling that way like oh the last year and a half like you don't know where you're going ever you don't know what it's gonna look like you don't know what you're looking for uh and you don't know what it's gonna be like whatever it is when you get there so it's just like constantly trying to figure it out and then and then once you have been here a little bit and you kind of know the area a little bit you kind of figure it out la a little bit you feel like you can kind of actually just relax and do what you're trying to do. Like, you know, you <laughs> like, know what studio you're going to, yeah. or you know what, like where you're all, well, obviously now COVID, but yeah. like, you know, like certain auditioning places mm-hmm. you're going to, you're like, Oh, that's there. That's yeah. off of Figaro. That's off of this. Yeah, like, you know what room it is. Yeah. You know what door to go to. You're like, Oh, I know that's in Wilshire. I know that studio this and that yeah. sweet this. Cause like before you're just like, yeah traffic how long i don't want to be late you're like oh god i'm here but it's another 15 minutes to figure out where the hell everything is and you're just like oh my god is that the exit i missed the exit where do i go yeah gps isn't uploading (laughs) then it misses the next exit because it takes so long to upload you're like god damn it yeah because it's like 800 feet to the next exit (laughs) and you're just like bro 17 lanes of traffic how am i gonna do this you're four lanes over yeah dude so i just feel like (laughs) in front of Capitol records (laughs) (laughs) i feel like (laughs) I feel like that for me, which it sounds like what you're saying was, has been a big noticeable thing recently of just, just, okay. I kind of got just living here figured out, not even figured out. Like I still feel like I haven't been here that long, but way more than the first even year I was here. So like that kind of just like peels back maybe a layer of like stress or just uncertainty, whatever the kind of that emotion is in like day to day life. That's almost like it's unconscious. Yeah. But it's noticeable once you don't feel that way anymore. Yeah, because I've noticed that my friends who have come out here and visited, like one of my homies just came out here and visited from Texas, and he was like, dude, I don't understand this. (laughs) He's just like, bro, I don't have anxiety. And just being here for 15 minutes in traffic, he's like, I am going in clinically insane. (laughs) He's like, how do you deal with this? And like, you know, like for us, like we're so used to like crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a different level. Once you start noticing it, like the craziness, you're just like, it's normalcy to you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine if there's a naked homeless man, like, yelling at you with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, okay. With air guns, as you were doing. Just like, Nah, because, like, yeah, like, the other day, uh, me and my homie were helping my friend move. And in Hollywood. Yeah. Right by Hollywood Boulevard. And 
We're walking some homeless over there. Oh, a decent amount. <laughs> uh, so we like walk in over by the Dolby Theater and we go get some food. And yeah. I'm like coming back and eating my fries. And you know that big intersection? I forgot like the main street, but it's like where Ripley's, believe it or not, and like the Foot Locker. Yeah, is it like, like Highland. Yeah, I think it's Highland. It's like a huge. It's like the biggest one of the yeah. bigger intersections. Yeah. And you know, for people in LA to move, like be alert and move away from something, it has to be something pretty substantial. Mm-hmm. So like we just see these people disperse. And we're just like, well, it's just a homeless person yelling. Like, what's the problem? It's a Tuesday. Calm down. And you just see him like, he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And it's like this homeless dude with a big knife. And I was just like, Jesus. oh, okay. So me and my <laughs> friend are just so like, I know I wouldn't recommend this to anybody. Don't do it. Please don't do it. But um, we're just so used to it. Like, we walked by, I kid you not, while I'm eating fries. Yeah. And like, he walks right by him. And we look at him. He looks at us like, <sighs> And just starts talking to this dude on a bike and we just walk away. Like, it's just like, okay, like yeah, we're in Hollywood, dude. Yeah. And, you, and, that's, and that's literally how we feel. But the people, they would be like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's happened to me yeah. in the last five months. And you're like, or ever. It's like, bro. Yeah. Or ever. I'm like, dude, I just went to the park and there was a homeless person like on meth, like in a trash can mm-hmm. next to my car. Like it's mm-hmm. like, it's just like weird stuff like that. Not saying that's always a thing, but mm-hmm. like but just, it's a sense of normalcy and you know that like, that's just what it is and like you just have to keep pushing past it regardless so. yeah the homeless is definitely something to get used to especially <laughs> like right here being so close to the street if i just have my windows open and i'm here during the day which i haven't been lately but during covid obviously i was <laughs> you just every i don't know 30 minutes hear someone yelling yes yeah. walking by screaming something singing maybe threatening somebody but there's nobody around like yeah philosophical thoughts yeah, yeah just yeah. preaching about jesus you hear all that you yeah. hear you hear literally everything yeah uh my mom and my sister was here probably a month ago now mm-hmm. and so they're not used to that, <laughs> <laughs> just put it that way. and uh we were in we were in west hollywood at santa monica in la brea yeah which is close to where i've been training at recently and Sometimes I'll go sit there. There's a Starbucks there. Yeah. It's just kind of like a Target there. There's like an outdoor just seating area. But it's also a bus stop. So there's also homeless who come there and sit around. And there was this one. I honestly don't know if it was a guy or a girl, just by the appearance. Uh, they had a, a cart, like, yeah. you know, all their things in there. But they came up, like, foaming at the mouth and, like, spitting. And usually, you know, when they, like, walk towards you, it's almost I feel they... I don't know. Obviously, a lot of them are mentally ill, so I don't know what it is. But a lot of times, it seems like they just kind of want to get your attention. Yeah. And then once they know they have it, they'll kind of just go away. But this person like was walking up, so I was expecting them to like walk towards me. And then once we were like sitting there, completely eye contact with them, <laughs> I thought eventually they would turn. No, he just came up to us, like right here with his cart, and was just. I'm not gonna lie. I got a little spit on me, and I was like, "What the fuck? I just got spit on me." <laughs> During COVID, <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna die! <laughs> it's like what's life? What's life? But it was literally like <laughs> like a zombie, dude, just just spitting and foaming, and I don't know. That was the craziest homeless experience I've had. Where they and he didn't stop. He just was there until we got up and, and kind of told them to leave, but or him or her, and yeah but i was just like what the fuck was that yeah i don't know you're like i don't know and then and then like people are like what's that i was like that's la that's la (laughs) that's la like you just take the good and the bad and the crazy because like that's what i tell people when they come out here and they'll ask me advice they're like what i was like what do i expect being out here i was like well expect to grind and if you're in the entertainment like at that time i was like you're going to be in a service job or something Mm -hmm. that's conducive for your lifestyle Mm -hmm. 
And on top of that, I was like, L.A. has the highest highs you can potentially have any month into like the most debilitating, like mentally breaking lows. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you're cool with that roller coaster, come on, join us. Yeah, go for it. Join the m- mental catastrophe set. <laughs> like it's great. <laughs> like, but you just have to have like a very positive mindset, mm-hmm. especially out here to even just like somewhat make it mm-hmm. just to be like probably mentally healthy just to be like feeling like okay and not freaking out all the time yeah like shit and it's just funny to me how like i actually had some of my friends like this one girl i work with on this last like tv series mm-hmm. and she was asking me like what like how do you find balance because you mm-hmm. seem like your life is pretty pretty balanced and i was like <laughs> i'll tell you when i figure that out because <laughs> like that's a that's a thing every single day i work yep. on like it's not gonna be a, oh yeah i have every like everything in life figured out it's like no, no. like I'm literally just at a point in my life where like I'm able to be comfortable enough to take that extra second or extra yeah. time to be like, okay, let's refigure this whole craziness out, mm-hmm. this chaos, and let's turn it into organized chaos mm-hmm. and then make it efficient enough to yeah. where the organized chaos can be perceived as normal. <laughs> like that. It sounds like it's working. Yeah, it's, it's working. You take hey, fake it till you make it. That's what they say. So it's just like and like I told her, I was like, it's every, every person's different. Mm-hmm. Like you have to find what works for you. Like, cause you have your own like preconceived notions and your own like things and presets in you Absolutely. that like you have to take into account for yourself. So it's just like, once you dig within yourself and you pull those out and you make some breakthroughs, it's going to be like, oh, okay. Like I know that sucked before, but yeah. like I can work with it now. Yeah. So it's just one of those like, man, it's. It's, it's a journey and that's what people don't really see that like about like how they see us now and they're just like oh they made it they're doing great how are they it's like if no, y'all saw not at all. if y'all saw the lows <laughs> if y'all saw this like y'all would be like do I really want this yep. <laughs> do I really want this life it's like I don't know oh man I could say two things off of that well one I think it's good probably that thinking about it right now the craziness it's like you're figuring out how to deal with a storm because as you get more successful, I'm sure in this industry, you know, you're going to probably have more and more opportunities that you want to take more and more things you need to be at more and more responsibilities. So like that's preparing you to handle all those things at one time. Yeah. That's what I always think, especially as an actor who's obviously not known. Like if, if that were to happen to me someday to be, you know, watched everywhere you go or have any sort of fame, like what would that be like? And just, I, I don't know. I think that'd be more pressure. Yeah. Like, so you'd, you'd really have to have your shit organized and. Or make it look like you're organized. Or make it look like you're organized. <laughs> <laughs> so people don't think you're crazy. <laughs> Dude, because I have a few friends that are like, in like social media influencers. Mm-hmm. And I asked, because I asked them, because yeah. I'm like, dude, how do you deal with this? Like, yeah. we'll like be at the mall or something. And you have like six people walk up to us. Oh my God, I can't yeah. believe it's you. I need picture, blah, blah. I'm just like. Oh God, that's like yeah, I know that's that's gonna happen to me yep. eventually, but it's just like oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get to that next level yep. mentally, yeah. cognitively to be like okay, yep. That's the thing, and it's like most of the time you'd probably be fine with it, but like the one the couple of days where you're maybe having a bad day, like those days that's gonna happen to you too. Yeah. So it's like that you got to prepare for that, which is just a thing. I don't know, just yeah. to think about, I guess. Yeah, and it's and it's crazy to think about, but it's like excitingly terrifying. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what happens a lot being here. It's like people don't understand that like sometimes being terrified is okay. Yeah, I think because it's, it's like the new chapter. Yep. And like I'm and like I recently went through that like super recently, especially with like the TV series I just did, and I was thankful to have the opportunity. Like it was terrifying because like it was a big opportunity, but at the same time I was like, oh my gosh, like like my life's high key gonna change. Yep. Like. I, the things you've been searching for, the reoccurring role and like all this stuff that like people spend years trying to get. Mm-hmm. It's like right here. And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all you could say is like, shit, um, better not fuck this up. <laughs> That's literally all you could say. Bro, let's get into it. How did that all play out? How did you get that from the beginning to where you're at now? Like, was it smooth sailing? No. Was it pretty choppy? Was it rough? It Audition was. process? What did it Man, look like? it's, it's a lot of auditioning, a lot of soul searching, a lot of trial and error. Man, I, it's, it's been a lot. <laughs> and I've had a different, <laughs> I've had a different journey than probably a lot of people because like we had like the YouTube channel, the craziness, the partying, like, oh, it was, it was insane. Like it was just insane to the point where like, my body was like, why are you doing this to us? To explain. I don't even know. I didn't, you guys had a whole YouTube thing? Yeah. But I didn't even know. Yeah, we were like partiers and like all this stuff. And we would get paid to go party and like go to. Is these. that the club? No, this was like on our own accord. It was like some crazy stuff. And like, I'm glad it was amazing. It was a fun experience, like especially yeah. for what we were when we first got here. We we're just like discovering new places, meeting people. Yeah like influencers all this and it was great but at the same time your body's like oh my god it's training i'm slowly deteriorating <laughs> every <laughs> single day <laughs> i didn't even know about this yeah dude that's why we were like mia because we had like our own like whole separate thing that we were doing in like because our channel like i was kind of back on the back end of it but mm-hmm. i was still there mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it was like this channel. What was it called? The Guys of Van Nuys. The Guys of Van Nuys. And like it picked like I was on the back end, so like I was kinda doing behind the scenes more so, but man, just being a part of it and seeing it, I was just like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like I was just in the in the back of it. So I'm yeah. just like, imagine if I was one of the faces, like, yeah. oh my gosh. So it's just like it was cool for what it was. Yeah. It was a fun time, like it was experience. Like the experiences were man is it over yes Yes. uh (laughs) looks so happy (laughs) yes um as fun as it was as much of the experiences i love and learned from it it just it 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 was time yeah so like yeah we got like over i think we got like over three thousand subscribers in less than like in about a month and a half nice so it was like on the rise it was crazy like we didn't even expect that we didn't expect it at all we were just like we might as well film this like and were you throwing parties at your place or were you going to it was all of the above it got to a point where we were just Damn. throwing stuff like at our place and we we're just having fun yep. and then it got to a point where we were just like oh crap like big youtubers and stuff would like hit us up and be like hey come party and we're just like huh what what do you mean they're just like yeah just come party like we want you all to start the party so like we would be literally the party starters and okay. like mainly my other roommates would like go to those cause I was working all the time. So every chance I got, I could probably go, yep. but yeah, it was, it was a time and like, it was a great, it was a great learning experience and like 
from that standpoint but now i'm like look back on it i'm just like oh man i'm glad it's over <laughs> i'm so <laughs> glad it's over because like it taught me a lot but now i'm at a point where i'm like i can focus on yeah. so much more and that's why i made the move honestly for me like i love those guys like they were like my brothers mm-hmm. but at the same time your housing move yeah i like told them straight up i was like guys like we need to do this to like be better yeah because like us in the same area and our together was amazingly chaotic and like we needed it for us to like actually progress in our careers mm-hmm. and i could tell that mm-hmm. and like you just got to that point and it got to it and like ever since i moved it's been amazing and a lot of auditions a lot of craziness like be prepared to audition like mm-hmm. if you're a lucky as an actor mm-hmm. you audition 90% of the time mm-hmm. when you first start so it's just like it's a beautiful thing to be able to audition it's a beautiful yeah. thing to be able to audition absolutely yeah so in like just taking every one of those opportunities and never take an opportunity for granted mm-hmm. I would tell a lot of people because especially with like my journey I had a few moments where I was like oh like you just you know you would kind of take it for granted because it's just there it's just mm-hmm. like oh I'll have another one but it's like no yeah take every every moment of especially in this journey for don't ever take it for granted Mm -hmm. and it's just it's gonna be a lot there's gonna be a lot going on like for me i've luckily got an agent and it was awesome and like they've been theatrically i'll be real when they first started sending me out i was terrified Mm -hmm. terrified like because like people start seeing like you get these nda like scripts and stuff from these big studios and you're just like oh 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 you see a name like, oh am i ready for this yeah. i don't know can is there, did they is this the right name but yeah. i know i'm like the only one in america so like by the census so like how how could they mistake that like it is me like so it's like one of another one yeah and so it's just crazy to think about that like and how much like it's just a lot of auditioning a lot of opportunities classes and just taking every day and taking every opportunity and eventually like it will like I would tell people just keep going man because mm-hmm. like with my journey I just it's feel like mine's just beginning mm-hmm. and it's and it's been a fun one it's been a crazy fun one yep. and I'm glad I'm still here yep. that's what I feel with acting is obviously I'm not you know an older person who's been doing this forever but what I I'll try to listen to things and pick up little things. Maybe say, for example, like actors round table or just some article or you see something. And I feel like I've picked up numerous times here and from older successful actors, career long actors, just kind of along the lines of, you know, you do a project and usually you don't ever know if you're going to work again after that for your whole life. So just accepting that fact of it, that kind of continuous, even if you do something super, super successful, you don't know if it's going to happen again. doesn't matter how big you are. Nope. You don't know how, if it's going to happen again. Um, and being able to, I guess, just accept that and deal with that and realize that the journey, you're probably always going to feel like you're trying to fight forward instead yeah. of like making it and just chilling. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm sure some actors can kind of feel yeah. that way, like the top of the top of the top. But most people who even, you know, probably make really good money and have really good careers tv actors or things like that i'm sure are feeling that way for their whole life for their whole career and just getting through getting to the next and obviously they're good enough to do it but you just don't know yeah what's going to come up next you don't know what's going to happen you don't know 
good or bad. It could be something you could just be kind of be successful, but maybe not where you want to be. And just realizing maybe you've been doing that for years or a decade and you're like, okay. And then you just get a massive role blows you up or something. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that kind of happened to Samuel Jackson. Yeah. He's cause he worked with a lot of big names in like theater. Yeah. Cause I, I remember just hearing something and someone was just referencing him about, cause I think he was in his thirties when he got Pulp Fiction, yeah, something which like I that. think kind of catapulted him, even though he had been acting whatever for the previous decade. Yeah. But it, it wasn't at that level, like of maybe fame, you want to say, or, or recognition. Yeah. And now he's like, if I think he's technically the highest grossing actor of yeah. all time because yeah. of like, he's in what, three of the top five highest grossing franchises in like TV film history type yeah. thing. Like, what? Yeah, what is he in? He was in Star Wars. Star Wars, Marvel. What was he in Marvel? Marvel, he was. Uh, I, I watched some Marvel. I was like fifty. Well, he was. Uh, he was in like the Avengers and all that, okay. and like he. Oh my gosh! Well, you got me put names on spot, <laughs> and I can see him. He's agent. He's an agent. Oh my gosh! I cannot think. We'll figure it and out. People are gonna like look at me like, "Are you crazy?" I'll pop it up right here. That I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. And yeah, so now you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a word or like a speak bubble right yeah. around your mouth. Because, <laughs> yeah. And then I know I was watching something about uh, John Kraminsky. Yep. And saying how he was literally about to give up acting mm-hmm. right before he booked the office. Mm-hmm. Like his mom told him, like, keep going. He was like, how about you push it out for another like couple months and he's mm-hmm. like oh, i'm ready I'm, I'm ready to be done yeah and then he booked the office crazy and like it's on tell people like just keep going because it's just like you never know and like this is in like it could just be the first of many it can be the first of one like it can just be whatever you make it and just mm-hmm. like know the fact and be satisfied with every moment that you have doing it because mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be real like after being on this TV series, which is uh, it's called Recruiters First, uh, Recruiters Mission First, mm-hmm. it's a se- season two on Vet TV. So it's like dropping so, names, let's go. Ooh. Look it up. <laughs> Give that a watch. Yeah, um, it's coming out. Um, we're having our first premiere on August thirteenth. So oh. uh, I'm not sure. Exactly. What is it on? It's on Vet TV, but like we'll see. It's like a smaller streaming service, but for vets, but it's veteran TV. But yeah. It's kind of cool just having the opportunity to yeah. have my first like actual nine episode series. I was yeah. like, for season two. I was was like, that what you've been doing recently? Yeah. Just very recently? Oh, I thought yeah. that was a commercial. Nah. I was wondering. I was like, damn, that's a long set for a commercial. Yeah, you're like 17. I saw you posted about it. It's like 17 days for yeah. a commercial. That's a long time. <laughs> it's commercial. <laughs> I thought you were doing like a military commercial. Nah, it was, it was nice, a, dude. Yeah, it was a TV series. I mean, either way, I was happy for you. I was like, yeah. I thought, nice, dude, yeah. for the commercial, commercial. but TV, let's yeah. go. <laughs> So, yeah, so I was saying that was my first recurring role and like it was just an amazing experience and like how and like just being on set like for that long and just doing it and Mm -hmm. like the people I was around, I was blessed to have an amazing cast and crew and everybody was incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. so um, it just was a good experience for me to just like reaffirm to myself like this, this is what I'm meant to do and like regardless to whatever happens from this point on like i know that i this is like what mm-hmm. i meant one of the things i'm meant to do mm-hmm. on top of a lot of things but yes all those moments you know even just being on set because what were you on were you 20 17 days you said 20 days well i was there we filmed 17 but i f- was on set 13 or 14 days 13 or 14 yeah that's a good chunk of time coming obviously like progressing in your career have you been on set 
on a project that long before? No, the longest I had been was like, I think 10 days. 10 days. But I was like a featured background. Mm-hmm. But like, and I got like four lines. Yeah. So it's under five. So, yeah. but yeah, this is the first one where I was like actually one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Like, and they were like, oh, because I, I didn't realize like when I went to it, how big the role, how big the role was in the series. Yeah. So I like went to fitting and I was like, oh, okay, like this is cool. <laughs> Like, I'll get, like, a, a couple days maybe. It's, like, a few, three, four days. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, no. Like, if you can't be here for 95% of the filming, like, we have to recast you. I said, huh? I was like, okay. Like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, I'm here for this. I'm here for all of this. I like that. Uh, so, yeah, it was just, like, a surprise to me, and it was a very nice surprise. So, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. So, from there, just rocking with it. What did you? What were you told it was? I, I just like booked it like and was it a self book no self my submit. agent like I I read for it mm-hmm. and it said supporting so I was like I didn't think much of it yeah. like you know like you're just like you do so many if you're thankful and like lucky you're able to do a fuck ton of auditions yeah. and like sometimes you know you'll get caught up in auditions and you're like oh yeah. which one is that All the time. Yeah. and you're just like oh okay and then like I did it like on a Monday no I finished it on a Sunday I got a call from my agent on like a Tuesday when I was at Target or Walmart. And I was at Walmart just like buying some stuff. And he was like, hey, so I have a booking for you. I was like, okay. And he was just like, yeah, it's for this show, uh, Recruiter's Mission uh, Recruiter's Mission First for their mm-hmm. season two. I was like, oh, I just did that. I was like, bro, just turn that in on like Sunday. Yep. Like, well, okay, awesome. And they're like, yeah, you have a fitting on like Thursday. And I was like, uh, okay <laughs> and yeah it just like happened super yep. quick so everything was super quick and as soon as it happened it just happened isn't that crazy yeah we didn't even have like a table read or anything like really? we were just rocking with it and i'm excited to see and like for what we were able to do it's incredible i was yeah. like wow i was like i didn't realize i had the capability and like you learn this about yourself because mm-hmm. we did like so many pages what was it like 96 pages in like 10 days really yeah like we were going was it like two takes oh boom, like boom. Two, One to, take. two to four takes two like four. it was like a soap like it was like two to four takes but like it was amazing like how the how on time they were like yeah. people were just like even through all the craziness like it was like wow like these people are doing it and i was just like okay and you just got to be ready and like i'm sitting there like working with trying to build chemistry with mm-hmm. somebody like on set mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like all right we're 45 minutes till we're set okay um okay. five pages of six different people with four transitions awesome uh let's get it going guys <laughs> let's figure it out so it's just like being prepared and being ready to like like do you it. know adapt and do it mm-hmm. yeah like at any moment's notice that's the craziest part of all of it and it's just like people don't realize how big being like the adaptability and being versatile as a person and being able to adapt to your environment and just be able to do it Mm -hmm. is is like Mm -hmm. it's huge because like you'll be sitting there because i remember like you'll sit there and i was like all right i have like a two-page monologue and like i have all this other stuff in it while i'm doing the two-page monologue and like all these other actions and then all of a sudden like 10 minutes before we film we're filming he's just like shots up in 10 he's like oh yeah like your script supervisor and director is like hey can you switch these four lines Uh-oh. and you're like 
okay. <laughs> I mean, like, like, what else are you going to say? You know, like, what exactly. else are you going to say? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, you just smile and, yeah. and you do do it. Like, yeah. and it's like, that's what I mean when it's good to be like very confident and just in yourself. And like, cause that moment you're just like, I have to do it. Ah, can I do it? And you're just like, no, you have to do it. You're here. If this is what you want, you're going to do it. And you're just like, okay, this is what I want. So I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a cool experience to like, see that and be like, okay, this is like the crash course of like, this is what you have to do. Yeah, This is what it's like. And was it faster paced than you were expecting? Oh, yeah, man. Sounds like it. Man, <laughs> if people would have known, man, it was it was incredible. Like it pushed me past every limit I thought I had. Like, because for me, I've never been like. It's just funny to me to begin with, because in the industry, like you know, you have to read and write a lot. Mm -hmm. The two things I was terrible at as a kid is reading and writing. <laughs> like I was let's be an actor. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do this. Let's be a math guy and just act <laughs> and do everything that you dislike. Yep. <laughs> so it's just been good to like transition and actually get to the point where like my weakness, my biggest weaknesses and insecurities are like now becoming my biggest strengths, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool to see. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff, man. And I know for you as well, it's probably been like a journey and just craziness. Yeah. I'm. St it's, I mean, I feel like that feeling of it's been a journey and it's going to be a journey. I don't think they'll ever go away. No. That's, that's what I'm just thinking about right now is even if you get something like that, okay, you just got uh, fed probably a bunch of motivation and you know. Another thing I was going to mention is like doing something like that. It's just so fun. Even if, it's, even if it's just a few days, but now you're at like 13, 15 days and you're just like, yeah, I would love to do this right. it was, forever. It was incredible. Like, that's what I told you. Like, it's it was the moment I like was like, this mm -hmm. is 100% mm -hmm. what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Like, because it, it's indescribable. Mm -hmm. Like, when people like say like, oh, your flow state, you're this. It's just like being on set. Like, I would rather be on set every day than like do a lot of things mm -hmm. minus like obviously like travel to like yeah. Machu Picchu or something but like <laughs> you know but like at the Let's same be on set at Machu Picchu exactly traveling yeah. to Machu Picchu, Picchu that is the film and that's the set yeah, like yeah set. so like it's Let's like, make it happen please. what is it vet vet tv yeah can we do it there's got to be a military yeah. story yeah 100 because y'all travel all the time what's up yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh no but it was uh it's it's just cool and then I have a few other projects going so it's kind of cool like i was writing mm -hmm. that's crazy like you're creating your own sketches not well i have i actually just wrote me and one of my co-writers we he's incredible my, mm -hmm. my boy tyreek he's amazing um he helped me basically create this tv series mm -hmm. and i'm excited for it and we're just gonna see where it goes and we're gonna figure it out from there and like we actually put in some writing competitions and mm -hmm. we actually have a couple producers that are looking at it so we'll see what's that process like because that that's something i haven't dived into and would also be interested in but yeah i'd love to hear what what the process is how do you get submitted to these things and and you know how do you get the interest of a producer like that uh connections man yeah. like it's like networking and connections like it was a friend it was a friend of a friend mm -hmm. type thing and they're just like send it over this and this and that so it's really 
like how when people tell you networking is important, like it's huge because it's just like there can be that one friend that you met at that one event that you had a shot with that has connections with a bigger producer yeah. or something. And it's really, and it's really weird. Like it really works like it's that. It's really like that. Yeah, that's just, crazy. And you're like, oh yeah, I had a drink with this guy one time. And he was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think he's very creative. I'm going to send over your stuff. He has some stuff. You're like, huh? <laughs> he's like, bro, you still have that? It's like, yeah. yeah. It's just like, okay do that send it to him here's the info and you're like okay cool like that's awesome so it's just like i'm still waiting on all that stuff but yeah it's just like you know just i would tell just get it going like mm-hmm. if you have an idea that you think makes sense write it yep. get it into that format make sure and i'm gonna tell you this if you're able to i know it's more expensive but like if you can do like a sizzle reel or a trailer or something yeah Cause I've been told by some of them that they're just like, yeah, we like seeing like visuals. Yeah. And so like the thing for us is to potentially get the trail to get the something made like a sizzle reel trailer or even like the pilot made. Yep. Cause it's like an hour long pilot. So it's just like, that's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> cause like, like a TV show. Yeah. Cause the average, <laughs> is it like the average cost of a TV show for an hour long, like TV drama or something? It's like $5 million to make one. And you're I just like, no, yeah, I randomly looked it up because I just was looking up a lot of stuff, and they said on average it's around like $5 million to Even make. Even for a pilot? For just like a one-hour episode, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was just like in big, bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people have made it for less, yeah. and it's been successful, but like on average for bigger like stuff. But yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have that. And <laughs> so You I don't got $5 million sitting around? Oh, no. You know. I, I just I'll got just, four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got to work on that. (laughs) What are you doing? You're being real lazy. Yeah. He's like, you can make another meal. You can make another M. Come on. Get your Drake game on. Let's get it going. But yeah, it's. um, Yeah. Go back to partying. Get paid for it. (laughs) (sighs) My liver will love me, right? But yeah, it's just been cool. Like, and just seeing that and like just growing in that process is cool because it's like, for me, I feel like it helped me so much more as an actor like writing because like I got a whole cuz you know how they always tell you like you sit within the in the character and like mm-hmm. be able to understand the character but like once you start writing something and you truly develop them like dude I've like me and my co-writer we've cried multiple times writing mm-hmm. like to the point where like give me a second <sighs> all right yep mm-hmm. give me a second okay we're good we're good we're, good. we're back we're back we're back and I was deciding like, what's going to happen no, but it's just like we talk about something that yeah. touches home okay, yeah. so much that you're just like, oh, wow, that hit a lot harder than yeah. I thought it would. And that's like that hit a soft spot that I was like, and you're like tearing up and you're like, wow, like this is real. And like being able to get to that point within a character mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. And that's why I say it's like helped me so immensely because I've developed an understanding of each character now. Mm. And like understanding how each character is and how they work within the grand scheme of like the actual world that we're building Mm -hmm. and just like being able to put your mind and put your thoughts of what they're thinking because like I can write a scene because we've developed a character so much that you can write a scene and you don't even have to you don't even it's like subconscious like Mm -hmm. you can you already know how they think Mm-hmm. So like you're like what would I do? What would he do in this situation? At like and you're in their mind, so you're mm-hmm. just like, yep, they'll do this, 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 and this. So you don't even have to like, oh well, 
maybe they would it's like nah like no, they do this. in this scenario they'll do this mm-hmm. so it's like it helped me to break down those like those intricate parts within like the cognitive thought of the actual character mm-hmm. to really understand who the hell they are and be like oh well oh that's that's how we, that's how they break down characters <laughs> oh so that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> When they tell you, it's like, yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah. And is that, that just started? 